Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brock, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brad. On today's special 50th episode, we did some reflections over the past year of podcasting and asked each other some questions. Question number one, what is something you've changed your mind on since starting the podcast? Question number two, what is something we have learned from each other through the podcast? Question number three, what have you learned about yourself during the podcast? And question number four, what is something you have learned from the podcast itself? All right. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Raise the bat, big man. 50. We've chalked them up. Let's go. 50 episodes. There it is. Half the century. <laughs> Let's go. For the overseas listeners, that's a cricket reference. You are, you raise the bat, acknowledge your crowd for scoring 50 runs and we're at 50 episodes. So. Let's do a little bit of a celebratory episode, a bit of reflection on things that we've learned and taken away from 50 episodes. So uh, let's get stuck in with some some questions and a bit of reflection. Yeah, I'll start off with the questions as well as we're doing the little reverse. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rocky Boy, what's something that you've changed your mind on since starting the podcast? So there's a couple of things. So the first one is probably my area of expertise so by saying things through the podcast medium i've actually had people message me reach out and just say hey i took i took this away from this and i'm like oh that's not even in the, in the health and fitness sphere so i would probably change well not completely change I, I would still say my area of expertise or what i excel in is is the health and fitness space but i'd say i've broadened it a bit more into like a like a, a mindset space or like a, a discipline space or even a communication space and how to effective, effectively communicate with others. So yeah, that's probably area number one that I've, I've noticed I've really changed my mind on is, is my area of expertise and that they're, they're a broader area than what I went into a year ago. And number two is my mindset leading into the podcast. So I am OCD and a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to a lot of things. Can be quite frustrating at times for myself, but not only for myself, for others. So I would go into a podcast and and like really want to have like a structure nailed down and, and be like to a T. And I've completely changed my mind on that. I mean, right now I'm talking to you and I'm I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> I'm just in a shirt. And I'm just relaxed as possible. Whereas before I would have, have like a, a 20 minute beforehand where I'd want to do this and prepare myself mentally for it. And now I can just go in, record a podcast and just go in and, and have conversation. Because I, I feel as though my mind has shifted here is people don't necessarily want information and lots of structure, structure, structure. Yes, they want information, but the structure to a podcast, they want to flow with conversation. So I've really changed my mind and approach leading into the podcast about how I mentally prepare and how calm I am leading in. So like I said, I'm, I'm literally just in a shirt and pair of undies now talking to you, whereas before it'd be like shoes set up properly, making sure my laptop was on the right angle, wanted to do this, wanted to do that, wanted to have a correct structure. So that'd be be the two, the, the broadening or my my mindset change and the broadening of my expertise and then my approach leading into the podcast and my mindset leading in. What about you? Well, before I get into mine, um, what point did you 
realize where it was maybe being a detriment to yourself or to the podcast, even though I didn't, it didn't really affect me so much because I'm quite chilled and I just kind of go with the flow. But where was it where you were like, oh, maybe I need to kind of just relax a little bit? Can you remember what episode or? It was early on and it was after um, there was an episode early on that we did that was a single topic episode and we had a structure, but we, we went away from it quite regularly and then came back to the structure, went away from it and came back to the structure. May have been the sleeping one. It may have been um, because the others beforehand, I was like really wanting to be restructured. I think it may have been the sleeping one, but it was early on. And then I was like, oh, look, you've got the the wrong approach and mindset leading in here. And then I remember one day as well, it was one of our Q&A episodes. I was on the drive home and rather than usually when I'm driving, I listen to podcasts on the drive home. I had just finished a leg session. I was driving home and I continued just playing music that I was listening to whilst I was training. And like I was singing like an idiot in the car, driving on the way home and it, it completely changed my mood. And then I got home and I was doing some, some cleaning and I was making a shake before we recorded. And I just continued with the music and I was like, Oh, usually I was, would like listen to something in a similar sort of field as us to try and be like, okay, so this is how I want to articulate my words. And whereas no, that's, that's the way they articulate their words. I want to articulate my words my way. So it was probably, I, I think it was the sleep one. And then that driving home as well. I remember listening to music rather than trying to mimic a, a some, a, maybe a podcast that I may aspire to or the way they articulate their words. Mm. So great question. Mm. Hey, that's what I'm here for, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and yourself? Yeah. So my mine would be more so on the client side of things with having to like, everything needs to be optimal for them and their workout needs to be the correct sets, the correct reps. It has to flow in a certain way. The macros have to be dialed in, the right amount of calories, the right amount of steps, the right amount of sleep. And I think that was becoming a detriment because really I think most people know what they need to do. I think they just need to be held accountable to it. And I think I needed to be more on the supportive side of like, all right, this is what we've laid out. It's okay that you don't do it, but I'll be here helping you through it if you are lacking in motivation or whatever it is. Because I know that if I need something, like if I need to lose fat or if I need to gain some muscle or whatever it is that I know what exactly what to do, but not everyone is <laughs> a fitness fanatic like I am. And no one will like, like everyone's got other lives. Like people, they want to get in shape. They want to feel good, but they don't care too much about the exact workout, the exact macros and all this kind of stuff, especially the clients that I deal with. If you go on for like a bodybuilding competition, that's a bit different, but I don't work with bodybuilders. So it's like they're not, they don't need to be as dialed in. It's just like, just do one step and then we can continue on with that and I was getting really down with not seeing the progress what I would have wanted to see. But for them, they were really happy with where they were going. And I was quite surprised when I heard some clients who were like, yeah, like you've helped me so much. I'm like, how? Like, like how? Like, And then they would tell me, I'm like, oh, okay, it's like that accountability of like what seems small to me is massive to them. And I just had to change my mindset around that. And now 
I'm a lot more free with the way that I coach and it's like I'm there as support and it doesn't always have to be like optimal in quotations. Um, and that, yeah, that's taken a lot of stress off of myself and my clients as well because sometimes I may push a bit too hard and then you may get pushed back and then they won't do it. And it's like, okay, I need a different approach, a, a little bit of like around around the different back door or whatever. So then they'll like hear it from a different a different way. So I think that's probably the biggest one that I've changed my mind about because it was it was crushing me a little bit. And now it's a massive relief knowing that I am helping these people in a certain in a different type of way, which I never thought I could. Um, because it's it, to me, it just seems so easy. Sounds like to me, you've removed the expectations around what you were wanting, wanting yourself results wise with them, and you've just let them take the wheel of of okay, I'm I'm happy with this, Brad. I'm happy with that. What's really funny is let, how how long have you been like coaching for now? Oh, it's been what over two years, but obviously I've helped family and friends for 10 plus years it would have been about the two-year mark of me being a pt that i realized i was so frustrated at first like lay that this perfect plan for you it's four days a week blah blah blah. and they're only doing two it was about that two-year mark that i was like hey not everyone's into fitness the way that i am like not not everyone likes it the same as me so it's very interesting that you're around the same time frame as what i was i was that was that was 10 years ago though so but i still remember it vividly being like why why are you not doing this? Like this is this is perfect. This will get you where you want to go. Like you say you want to get there. Like I've I've created the perfect plan for you. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's backed yeah. by science. Like yeah. I know the evidence. <laughs> I just have this. And then when they don't hit it, you're just like, oh man. You're leaving you're leaving the games on the table. But the thing mm. is, they're not. Like they're getting that eighty twenty, you know, they're getting that eighty percent. And I'm worried about that twenty percent that they don't give a fuck about and it's probably going to cause them more stress if I do push that even more than than I need to. So yeah, it's it's a great it's it's a it's a big weight off my shoulders, put it that way. Yeah. So, removing expectations around anything. Yeah. And yeah. Expectations are are the killer. Yeah. It's funny you say that because like I the thing is I don't really have much expectations of much else, but for some reason like I, I say this to the missus a lot. Like if you lower your expectations or have no expectations of a lot of things, you won't get disappointed. And yet I still get caught with my clients, which is, I know it's, you know, listen to what I say sometimes, not always <laughs> what I do. That, that's the, that's the taking pride in your work and that innate desire of wanting to help others and it's like i really want to help others and i really want to take pride in my work and it's the two colliding and it's like (laughs) i I really i really want them to succeed their success is my success it's yeah yeah it's wrapped it's wrapped in i guess my self-worth too of like Mm -hmm. that i kind of have to detach myself take your hands off the wheel take it yeah exactly like take my hands off the wheel, detach from it and go, okay, I can't do the workouts for them. I can't eat the food for them. I can't sleep for them. I can't do everything for them, but I can coach them in a way where they would be like, okay, 
I will do this because I know it'll be better for me. So, yeah, it's a lot better. All right. So, what is something that uh, we've learned from each other throughout the podcast? I've got a few. (laughs) (laughs) So, I've got a couple of sayings and then a technique that I've started implementing myself recently. Um, So, the first saying is a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Uh, You said someone comes into your life for one of those those phases and it sort of forced me to do a bit of reflecting on the relationship I have in my life and be like okay what what kind of relationship is this is this just a season or am I learning a lesson from them or or is this a, a lifelong friendship so that was one that I, I really really liked uh, the second one which I'm not, I know it's been said on the podcast but the first time I heard it was when you and the missus were up here and you were talking in the back of the back of the car, or was it at dinner? And you we turned did. to her and I'm like, "Can you dance?" And I was like, "It's like what?" And she looks at you and she's like, "Yeah, I can dance." And I was like, "What? What is going?" On? I think it was at breakfast too. And I'm yeah, like, "It was breakfast." Why, yeah. Why, yeah. Why? Why would? Why would you be dancing? And then you brought it up again on the podcast later, and it's to do with if you can dance, then you you haven't overeaten and you're not too full because you've overeaten and too full. The likelihood of you being able to dance just isn't there because you just want to digest lay it sloth on the couch and digest your food so that's the that's the two sayings to me that that really stood out and the third one is the way you say that you do practice reflective listening uh with your partner for me i am struggling with the the comprehension side of things sometimes with conversations particularly with the opposite sex we just the opposite sexes speak drastically differently so to, to be able to use that technique and be like, okay, this is what I'm hearing. Is this correct? It's just taken so much confusion out of a conversation. So thank you very much for that one because <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's only recently I've really started using it and like I've heard myself heard myself be like, oh, so this is what I'm getting from you or, or so this is what I'm hearing or this is my take on what you just said. Like those those three little starts to a sentence and then – giving your take or your understanding of what was said, then they can hit back and be like, no, that is yeah. not what I that is not what I meant. Or, oh yeah, you're on you're on the money there. You're like you're picking up what I'm putting down, sort of thing. Mm. So yeah, thank you very much for that one. <laughs> that's all right, mate. That's all right. Obviously I've learned that from someone else and that's why we stand on the shoulders of giants to mm. move us forward. Um so a couple of signs as well. Um the escalator, not elevator, when it comes to lunging and Bulgarians and stuff. Really, really like that one. Um, it's just a good cueing for people of of getting, like, it's just, if you give them an analogy, it'll just work a lot better, like, as a, um, like, an imprint in their mind of, like, oh, okay, yeah, I can actually feel this better. So, that'll really help with, with my coaching. Um, and then, memories over macros. I fucking love this saying so much. <laughs> it's um it just it just reminds you that no one cares what macros you had at Christmas Day. They only remember like the memories that you had. So that one was it it really made me reflect of okay, yeah. Like I know that I need to be sticking to my diet right now, but the memory on this day is gonna be imprinted in my mind for a lot longer than what I add what I had had that day. So it's just a, it's a good little saying that really 
you, you need to be reminded of sometimes. Um, and apart from all like the crazy animal facts <laughs> that you give me, <laughs> which is many, so you have to listen to the podcast to, to get some of them, um, is the way that you articulate yourself and the way that you articulate and basically wrap up sentences that maybe I'm talking about. And then you kind of like bring it in a package it in a way where, where people can understand. And so I've learned that from you. Um, to try and help me as well when I communicate with um, people and on the podcast as well, because I have a lot of stuff going in my head and sometimes I don't say in a way where um, people will understand. And I've I've learned that from you of like packaging it in a way and articulating it so that people will like understand it a lot easier. Um, I'm still working on it and I obviously need to improve, but hearing you speak makes me speak better as well and communicate better. So I thank you for that as well. Ah, pleasure, pleasure. I, I still feel like I'm working on that myself. So I think it's a skill you'll constantly fine tune and oh, yeah. and work on for the rest of your life, right? So the, the better you can communicate with others. I'm on a massive communication path at the moment, like verbal, nonverbal, like I'm on a massive communication path. So yeah, I'm, I'm constantly trying to upskill myself in that area. And I suppose one of the reasons is because we've got this podcast. It's probably one of one of the major drivers behind me looking to improve that. But I heard a statistic yesterday. This is just me talking shit now. This just came to my mind then. So seven percent of communication is verbal. Ninety three percent is is nonverbal. So like we can see each other when we're talking here, and people, if you're you're watching on your on your phone or wherever it may be, you can see the way that people will talkulate their body their body language about certain situations. I know that if some, someone comes to me with something um, that I'm like, oh, I, I don't particularly like that, or let's say it's it's ant- it's opposite to my opinion. My face, I can't I can't hide my face. My face just bang. The emotions written all over my face straight away. And yeah, I like I just did then. I talk with my hands a lot, so I'm on a big communication path, and I think it's a skill we we constantly need to work on and adapt for the rest of our life. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Hundred <laughs> percent. Now we do need to communicate a lot more. All right. So, what have we learned about ourselves during the podcast? So, the thing that you just touched on then is is number one for me. So, I'm better at articulating and getting the thoughts that are in my head out through word form than what I thought. So, I thought initially I was good at articulating thoughts that are in my head and writing them down onto paper. But through feedback I've got from the podcast, through communications with others and yourself right now, I'm better at communicating through words than what I thought I was and summarizing what I wanted to say. So something I thought I did a lot was repeat myself, but I've realized that that's me driving home the main message of what I said. So I may say something at the start and then I'll go on the story and then I'll go back and and that's the part that I really wanted to drive home. So that's probably the first thing I've learned is I'm actually better at communication than what I thought I was. And number two is I've learned how I communicate versus how I listen. So when I'm talking to you, I will be in eye contact and then I'll look away to make sure that I'm articulating what I want to say the way I want to say it. So I'm not distracted by your body language, your facial expression, your thoughts, whatever it may be. And I think of the, the, the finishing point to what I want to do, then the important part, I'll come back 
and I'll say the important part and try and read someone's facial cues about the important part to what I was saying. Whereas when I'm listening, I'm locked in the whole time. So my eye contact doesn't really break so I can absorb everything that someone else is saying. So that's probably another big thing that I've learned. And it's through us looking at each other once a week, sitting down hour, hour and a half. And just that the way that I, when I talk, I'll look away and then I'll come back to you. Whereas when I'm listening, I can, I'm aware that I'm, I'm locked in to you and what you're saying the whole time. So that was very interesting that the communicating, like speaking versus listening and the, the way I do it. Mm, you do that in person as well? I do. Yes. I've picked up on it in person as well. So I, I've realized that with, with men, I won't stand in front of them. I'll stand just slightly to the side and I will put my gaze in front and then go back to them. So it's sort of like a 120 degree angle. That's because I don't want to be in front because testosterone ravaged men. It may be like a, a, domi- a dominating thing, like we ride in front and that's where combat happens, like right in front, right? So I, I've realized I stand myself just to the side and then I'll sort of turn my head and look at them and then I'll think about what I want. When I think about what I want to say to, to summarize everything fully, I'll then turn back to them and say the important part so I can read body language, facial cues, facial expressions, everything like that. So I do do it in person. Um, women, not so much. Women, I can hold eye contact more and I don't know I don't know what that is, but I still do look away and then I'll look back and say the important thing. That is something that is not gender specific, but women, I can stand in front and, and do it more comfortably. Yeah, that's interesting you say that. Um, whenever... Um, the missus and I have our check-ins uh, weekly. We're either walking in the car or just sitting away and we're not looking at each other. We're side by side. And that does break that barrier of con- confrontation. So you can be mm-hmm. a lot more open. So I get what you're saying with that. Um, I really like that. For me, um, what I've learned about myself during the podcast is... I need to be reminded more than I need to be taught. So speak a lot about the small reminders throughout the podcast of the things, just doing the basics over and over again. And when you speak or if I speak and I say something, I'm like, oh, am I actually doing that consistently over time? And then really, if you want to get to a certain place, it's not the new thing that's going to get you there. It's the basics. So I think sometimes, yeah, we just need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. It's like, well, are you just doing the basics right now? Like if you were to actually write down a list of all the the basic things of, you know, seven to nine hours sleep, getting in a workout or two, at least minimum a week, getting your steps in, eating healthy foods, are you doing that? And if you're not, then get them right and then you can do the bells and whistles after and that's that 80-20 again. Um, And I know... The 80-20 is Pareto's principle and I know it's the opposite, but which means like 20% of the work gets 80% of the way. I, I get that, but we just like to say, hey, get that 80% first and then the 20%. Um, but yeah, it's it's just the basics that get you there. Then it's the shiny objects like we're not athletes, you know, we're not stepping on stage. So those, those things are more like diminishing returns. Um, and people know what to do. And again, they need that accountability. I get that and that support. 
Um, but it's just being reminded of the things that you need to be doing and, and listening to the podcast, listening to you speak. And then when I speak as well, it just reminds me of, oh, that's right. Got to keep doing that. Got to keep doing this. This is slacking a little up. Just like bring that up a bit. Okay. Now I feel better. Absolutely. I, I think, I think majority of people like content creators in the, in the fitness space, right? They're essentially repackaging the same basic fundamentals just in, in different ways. So like predominantly whole foods, lift weights a couple of times a week, sleep, drink water, be happy, do things you love, have good relationships. I mean, that's the health, the health sphere, right? So it's just repackaged and repurposed differently. I mean, I've got over a thousand posts on my Instagram. I'd say probably 200 of them are the exact same message, just repurposed differently. If not, if not more than 200 of them, it could be even half of them. So that's a great point to be, to be reminded constantly through this, through hearing each other and hearing yourself and what you would coach others being like, am I doing that myself? Mm -hmm. Hang on a second. I don't need this new shiny, I don't know, toy in the gym or this new crazy machine. I just need to do the basics really, really well over and over and over and good things happen. Because mm-hmm. we, we've said to ourselves so many times we're a better coach to someone else than we are to ourselves. Oh, absolutely. It's just reminding yeah. that of yourself each each time, which this podcast obviously helps because we're both coaches and trainers and yeah, keep moving forward really. I, I really, really like that point. Um, the last one we have here is uh, what is something you have learned from the podcast? Okay. So I just did one of them then when I, when I took a moment to pause before I went in. So that is the first one that silence and pausing during conversation is completely okay. So I thought that if there was silence, dead air time, that shit, you better say something. And I would, I would potentially stumble across my words or say something I didn't want to, or didn't articulate myself the way that I wanted to, but just taking a time to be silent, pause, think about what you want to say. One, it makes sure you articulate yourself correctly and you communicate effectively. And two, I think what it may do to a listener. So when, when someone pauses in front of me, I'm like, okay, they're really thinking about what they want to say. So what they want to say now may potentially be important to me. So I need to be more attentive and listen. So that's probably my first one would, would be that pausing and silence during a conversation is totally okay. It doesn't, it doesn't disrupt the flow. It's, it's not dead air time. It's, it's time in thought and time for someone to potentially reconnect and their focus and be like, okay, what, what about to be said is, is rather pivotal. So that, that is one. Uh, the second one is um, people take away things as valuable that I just say off the cuff that I don't think have any value to them. But then they come back to me and they're like, oh, I really like what you said here. And I'm like, really? Hmm. I'm like, that's just me not, not thinking it was like going to be a valuable takeaway message or a takeaway message. There's, there's things that I've said, and this probably comes back to the broadening my area of expertise. There's things that I've said where people are like, no, I actually got a lot of value of that. I've implemented that in, in my life and it's made a big impact on my relationship or my my workplace or whatever it may be. 
So yeah, just maybe maybe being a bit more conscious and aware of everything that I say because you never know what someone may take away from the podcast. So that was a really big, big learning curve of like, this is out there forever, right? Like what I'm saying, what's coming out of my mouth right now is going to be on the internet forever and people can go back and listen to it at any point in time. So be be careful with what you say and but articulate yourself well, but don't don't hold back. Like just be be yourself. And there may be some great takeaways in what you're saying, even if you don't think so. And my final point would be the importance of repetition and practice. Now, I already knew this. It was like what we talked about with you being reminded of the basics uh, before. But starting this podcast just really solidified it for me. If you're a new listener and this is your first podcast, go back and listen to our first four and five. (laughs) (laughs) Because the way that we we communicate with each other now and like like i said the 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 more confident i am now and and the better mindset i have now that don't feel pressured to sit into a structure i just have the conversation flow i feel like that only came with the repetition like i didn't know i didn't set out at podcast 1 and be like this is how i'm going to be forever like we've obviously adapted and grown together throughout this whole podcast experience and journey and that's just just through doing we've done one a week every week for a year now and it's just repetition 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 and to relate this back to health and fitness it's like you're talking about the basics get your sleep eat in a calorie deficit lift lift weights three times a week repeat 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 same technique every rep looks the same like it's just rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and that's where we've got to a place now where I feel as though people can get a lot more for from our podcast now than what they could the at the at the very start. So yeah, it just really, really has solidified me to me the importance of the repetition and practice and just putting in the work. What do they say? It's ten thousand hours to master a skill. That's yeah, I'd that's probably, on average, yeah. Yeah. I would probably argue it's even it's even more than that. Like we we got into this and we were like we don't know. We just want to talk and potentially help each other, and it's a good excuse for us to catch up once a week. Yeah. So that's that's that that's how we initially got into it. Let's let's create more value for our clients. Let's potentially help others and bring in new people that may potentially be clients. Let's talk to each other once a week and get to catch up. And that's literally the place of where we started from. Whereas now I feel much more comfortable speaking through this through this setup to you potentially helping others yeah and that only came through repetition and it hasn't even been 10,000 hours it's only been 50 yeah. so you wait for another 9,950 <laughs> <laughs> shit that's a lot of episodes <laughs> <laughs> what about you, you outsource man? the editing man <laughs> <laughs> no nah, that's that's good uh, I love that um what have I learned over the podcast? So I think the way that like if I said something to someone, a way of saying it differently on the podcast so then they hear it differently as well and then they'll implement it. So I've had it many times where I'll say something to someone and then I mustn't have hit it right. But then on the podcast, for some reason, I must say in a certain way where it's like, oh yeah, could probably do that now. 
And mm. so I think the the podcast has helped me um, say the same thing, but in a different way that it'll hit a broader group of people instead of, I think it takes like the, the direct hit on some, on something sometimes. Like if people are more open to hearing things on the podcast and they are like face, face to face and, one that's oh, he's like not, he's not talking directly to me sort of thing it's like a yeah he's talking to a broader audience this isn't directed straight at me when it's directed straight at me it's like oh is this an attack is this a exactly yeah, yeah. so i, I yeah. guess i can be more direct and i think maybe sometimes <clears throat> i can be a little not soft but like not as hard on certain people or clients or people that i'm talking to whereas on the podcast i can just say how it is um i guess the word is candor. Um, I think I'm a lot more candorous on, on the podcast than I would be outside. Um, so that's what something has definitely taught me um, from the podcast. Uh, obviously, editing. I edit <laughs> all the podcasts. Um, if you don't know. Thank you. Uh, that's right. So I've, I've gotten really, to me, like it is a podcast, so it does flow, but there are, there are sometimes uh, I've got to chop and change certain things in the podcast just to make it flow a little bit better. Um, and then because we'll like sometimes like I'll say it now. Um, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it just in this episode only. Um, at the end of the podcast, I I do put some of our stuff ups at the end. So if you do listen to all the way to the end, you get a little, I guess, funny part that we we've said at the end. I wasn't going to sell it. Plenty. Yeah, there's plenty. plenty. (laughs) But if you like. I was like, oh, no, it can be a little present for people that don't know. But I'll just say it now, and I'll only say it this time pretty well, <laughs> that at the end, I'll just chuck something at the end you have a little laugh about. If you want um, to listen to us sing uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears, it's at the end of one of the podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <It's one> of... <laughs> exactly. Because of the delay, I had to do a little bit of editing to make us sound good. <laughs> um. Um, and obviously the consistency as well is taught me of like showing up every single week for a year, making sure I plan for it, um, setting up, doing it, podcasting with you, and then editing it all all in within the week. Um, so that's really helped me with consistency with that. Um, and also just um, being able to help people and have fun while talking to you. It's um, hardly any pressure at all. And it's been a lot of fun. And I quite enjoy it. So it's it's something that has turned into bringing out my thoughts and really getting to connect with you and the listeners a lot more and really just spreading out the good word that we both have to say and help helping me grow too. So really, really enjoyed this, this last year with you, our 50 episodes deep. Um, and yeah, I want to thank you for being a part of this Brock and for the listeners out there for being part of brain body movement. Um, it's been a wild ride and we'll definitely hit another 50 in the coming year. And that'll be a big, big celebration. I think. Uh, I just want to, I just want to thank you too, man. And uh, it's interesting. Something you said there about how you can use it as a way of, of getting rid of some of your thoughts or off- offloading a few of your thoughts. So this is probably going back to that initially my mindset around the podcast when I first started and I was like, it's just about helping others and we'll just talk health and fitness. And whereas now half of our Q and A's start with 
absolute shit chat about just things that may potentially be happening in the world. Like we've gone on Ned Brockman. We went on Ned Brockman's journey. We did chat GPT, um, which we're still big on at the moment. Yeah. Animal facts, space facts, the uh, effective forms of communication we've talked about. Um, there's a whole list of things at the start of episodes that we've talked about that I never envisioned us talking about on this podcast. And I think there'll be a whole heap more in the future. I mean, we're currently both childless. So if there's kids introduced in the future in the podcast, that will often be spoken about, I feel. Um, you're going to be moving into your new house soon. So there's things that, that I never envisioned being spoken about on the podcast being spoken about. And there's things that we've spoken about on the podcast and also off air that are completely away from the health and fitness space, but it's been great. It's almost like a little therapy session session sometimes. Like that's genuinely how I feel. It's like, okay, I get to, I get to chat with Brad. And if there's, there's something I've done this to you on two occasions now where I'm like, oh, let me just talk to you before the podcast. Cause I'm not in the, the, the best headspace. And I've, we've, I've spoken to you before the podcast we've got in, I finished the podcast and I was like, I feel like a, a different person now. I, I feel so much better. So I want to, I want to, I want to thank you as well for being on this, this journey with me and to the listeners too. Like can't say thank you enough for the consistent listeners, the new listeners, anyone that's listened at any point, like, Thank you so much for listening to us rabble about uh, tarantulas having pet frogs and uh, reading to kids and whatever nonsense we talk about. But it's, it's people seem to love the nonsense as much as they love their health and fitness advice. So, yeah, thank thank you. Thank you to the listeners. And, yeah, we're, we're only halfway to 100 and no signs of stopping yet. So No, no signs of stopping. Being consistent. And then good things will happen. Repetition, repetition, repetition. So that's a wrap for today's episode. We just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. If you enjoyed or took any value at all from this episode, we would really appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us at brain.body.movement, at Brad Dapper, and at Brock underscore Dalglish. We would also love it if you shared it with family and friends and left us a five-star review. And don't forget to turn on post notifications so you don't miss an episode in the future. But before we go, if we can leave you with a few things, make your damn bed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers. Anyway, how do we want to start this thing? Welcome to the 50th episode of Brain Body Movement. How's that sound? (laughs) That'll work, wouldn't it?